to the Be The Change podcast, a global volunteers production where we will explore people traveling, volunteering, and living outside their comfort zones. Thank you for joining me for this special episode of the Be The Change podcast. I'm Ruth Curran, and I'm really excited about what we're doing today. Today, we're going to be looking at one specific service program, one that serves our neighbors, Mexico. We'll talk to a 20-time team leader. I've met this inspiring and colorful and engaging woman. I call her Pam. Her friends in Mexico, however, affectionately call her Pamela. Pam gives us a full picture what it looks and feels like to be part of this service program in Mexico and how it actually feels to walk off that plane and feel welcome and wanted and needed and valued. My goal today is to have you walk away with a good understanding and a good feeling about this program in Mexico. Enough of a feeling that you might just want to learn a little bit more. You fly from wherever you are to either Houston or Dallas, depending on whether you're using American or United. And then it's another three hour flight. So it's about an hour and a half from Mexico City, altitude about 6,000 feet, a city of over a million people, but we stay in the historic area. So our territory where we are is only walking, except for when we go to work. And then we take a school bus, picks us up, and we have about a 40-minute ride uh, to the university. Great. What kind of projects do those teams participate in? It's very specific. We go to the university, and the language department's goal is to have as many of their students as possible be exposed to a native speaker. So how that's translated is you rarely see the same student more than once. You, um, I always jokingly say that it's like when you go to the doctors and you sit and wait for your name to be called. So we sit in front of the cafeteria and our teacher shows up. And the teacher usually takes about three or four volunteers. She has the names. You walk off with her to class or him, and, and they tell you what you're going to be doing in your class that day. And the goal is, and I often jokingly say to my team members, if your voice is hoarse, you've been talking too much. Because the goal is the students are supposed to be doing the talking. We have a different mentality in our daily lives in this country. You know, we, we, we're teachers. We go and we we go in as the expert and we want to teach people things on service programs that needs to shift a little bit. Is that difficult? uh, Well, the philosophy of global volunteers is that we're servant learners, which means we don't come in as the boss. So for example, if you have buckets to get from one end of the road to the other end of the road, and you carry your bucket and I carry my bucket, unless somebody says, oh man, this is really tough. I wonder if there's a better way, a local person saying that. We might then say, how about it if we stand in a row and pass the buckets down to each other? But if no one asks us, we do it their way, they're the boss. And 
in our, in our opening meetings, we have some team building and we emphasize with the volunteers the importance of they're running the show. They've been there. We come in, we're there two weeks, we're out of there. They're there every day. They know the way things. So if a teacher from um, the university says something incorrectly, we don't we don't say, oh, by the way, you're saying it wrong. We're there. To, we're there to let them tell us what they want us to do. And they love us. Oh, my goodness. In Mexico, they have a sign up sheet for the teachers who get volunteers. And there are 5000 students at the university. You can see how my voice picks up when I talk about the place. Um, so the teachers are very anxious, anxious to have us. They, they want us. We're not an intrusion. They want us. As the conversation went on, Pam told me some pretty cool stories about people that she's met that have felt the impact of this Global Volunteer Service Program on a very personal level. And she meets them in the most amazing places. Check out this first story. About two years ago, I arrived at the airport in Cadetro. And you know how you have to go through these machines? And then there's a button that you push and the light turns on either red or green. And I've been through it 20 times. And two years ago, I got red. Long story short, I have to go to a table and they open up my luggage. And a young man is plowing through my suitcase and suddenly he sees some global volunteer material and he stops, literally stops. And is, he says to me, are you the globals? That's what they call us there. The students call us the globals. And I said, yeah. And he said, I want to thank you. You see, I get teary. I want to thank you because I have this job because of you. And he zipped up my suitcase. And I was on my, my way. That's very touching. Yeah. You know, you know in life, you... You never know who you touch. You know, you can say something kind or unkind, and you don't know how 10 years later those words are either giving people joy or haunting them. It's very important to say what what you feel in a way that helps someone, and there was that young man. I started thinking about the impact of this whole idea of bringing people together to talk to each other, and how just speaking with native speakers can make a big impact on a young life and actually change the course of their future. This young man in the airport felt that his experience with global volunteers really put him on a good career path and made him a more productive citizen. That's huge. Those thoughts continued as Pam told me more and more stories about people that she'd met. Then she told me about an unexpected encounter in a very surprising place that just blew me away. You know, I don't think of the stories until, until you ask me about them, because there's dozens. I was walking through Walmart, of all places, in uh, Caretro, in Mexico. And, you know, there are, you know, how many people are in, in a huge Walmart store shop. And I'm in, and all of a sudden, I hear someone yelling my name, Pamela, Pamela. And I turn, and some young woman comes running towards me. And she said, aren't you the Globals? I know you. I've been in Walmart, in Caretro. Wow. A million people is the population. And some, some young woman knew the Global Volunteer. 
you know, they're our neighbors and they're, they're a part of America. You know, we have a habit of saying, oh, we're from America. <laughs> Mexico is America also. And I think what happens is you begin to see the spirit and the hope in the people that we work with. I've, I've never been able to get the proper photo of it. But when we're in a classroom and the class is divided up by the number of volunteers. So let's say one volunteer has seven students and they're circling them. And it's almost like an umbrella if you could stand above them because they're all leaning like a magnet towards the volunteer. They're holding on every word that he or she says to them. And they don't have to do that. They don't have to do that. They don't have to wait, these students. They have to wait outside of the class so they can walk with their teacher. And when you pass the cafeteria and the students are sitting at a table and all of a sudden you hear your name being chanted and you, you know, you're kind of startled and you walk over and there's some students that you had in a class maybe that day or maybe a few days and, and they're looking for you. So that's what happens that happens within you. You look at that and you realize I'm learning from them. They're learning from me. They want us, we want them. Someday this young man is going to be able to say, you know, I, I met this this teacher, say my case, I got red curly hair. And then we say, you know, I met this teacher with this red curly hair, I don't remember her name, but you know, she told me my, my English was good. And that gave me the courage. Let me tell you one more story before we leave Mexico. One of the teachers, Maria, uh, spoke with me one, one day. I asked her how what, she, what, what the volunteers do for the school. Does she feel that? Uh, how we help the students. And she said to me, the best thing you do as a volunteer is help the students to respect us as teachers. And I looked at her, you know, I, I wasn't quite sure what that meant. And she said, when you leave, many of the students come to us and say, you know, teacher, you must be doing a good job because the globals understood us. I think I walked away with a renewed understanding of what it means to reach out to our neighbors. This program in Mexico gives us all the opportunity to reach out that helping hand to someone who is not really that different than we are and help them open doors and opportunities simply by having conversations. If you're interested in learning more about this program in Mexico, or if you want to find out how you can be involved in one of the service programs in Mexico, go to the Global Volunteers website, www.globalvolunteers.org, and choose Mexico on the map on the homepage. Or you can call 800 487 1074 and talk to someone about how you can apply to be part of a service program in Mexico. 
See you next time on the Be The Change podcast.